I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. I'm Shelley Shearer, author of Urban Fantasies and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. Welcome back to Indie Book Talk. Today we're doing an episode of Indie Book Class. We are talking today about rules for writing the first draft. And the very first rule is to start. Yes. Yes. These are when we say rules for we mean like rough guidelines that will probably help you get there, but like the one unbreakable rule that's really a rule is you have to write words. You have to start. Yes, even if they're bad words, it's okay. Just start putting words on paper, hopefully in a daily basis if at all possible. Yeah. And I'm notorious for this. I'm notorious for walking away from a project for days or sometimes weeks. And then when you come back, you're lost. Like you Mm -hmm. have to, you spend so much time trying to get back into the world and back into, well, where, where was I going with this and what's going on? And even if you are one of those planners with an outline, there's still like the tone and the, the feel of the world that's so much harder to get back to if you walk away from it for a long period of time. Right. You've lost the whole concept of like that little space you were building with those people. And now you've got to acknowledge them again. Yeah. It's kind of like a a friendship where, you know, you have some friends, which, yeah, absolutely. You cannot see them for months at a time and it doesn't matter. And you're right back where you started. But for most of the people that you know, if you don't see them for a long time, there's like some catching up to do where you have to kind of (laughs) renegotiate how you talk to each other. Yeah. Don't don't waste your time with that. Just keep writing and this won't happen to you. And if you don't keep writing, they might give you the cold shoulder and they'll be like, I don't know what I want to do next. Forget it. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you're like us, your characters might just decide they're annoyed yeah. at you for leaving them alone for so long. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> not doing it. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> I mean. But the most important thing is. You can sit there and have all the ideas and have all the plots and all the planning and everything, but if you don't start writing that first sentence, no matter how bad the sentence is, you're never going to get started. And that's true at every point in the story. So like we talk about that a lot at the very beginning of the draft, you know, writing the first sentence and just getting it on paper or typing it or whatever it is you do. But it's also true when you're in the middle, like every... And an idea in your head is not writing, much as we would like it to be. So if you if you don't take that idea and put it down in writing, you haven't actually moved the story, which means you're probably going to stay stuck, right? If you you can keep thinking and thinking and running around in circles in your brain, but if you don't actually do any movement, you're not going to be able to move forward with the story. Now that. That movement doesn't need to even be in order. Like I wrote a bunch during NaNoWriMo and then the middle kind of like was kind of stalled for me. So I wrote the end and now and then I needed to go back and do the middle. But that gave me kind of like a, a structure to work within and that kept me writing. I was still writing the same story, but I just skipped the part that was a little hard and I went back to it later. So sometimes that's fine too. You can write it in any order that, that helps you get the words on the paper. Yeah, yeah, but you know, put the brackets that say "stuff goes here" and just skip to the next scene. That yeah, you know. if you don't, yeah, don't stop and research when you're trying to 
to get that first draft out. Do some research beforehand, but if you get to something and you don't remember the person's name or you're not sure what you wanted to do, put like, you know, insert name or, you know, person two or a little paragraph of, and here they do a fight. Move on. Just go on. <laughs> get the bulk of the words they down. Got, they get over yeah. it. They're fine. Everything's good now. There's pie. <laughs> cookies and then know. i just went i would go back and i'd capture those like you know paragraph moments and be like okay now i now i need to sit there and do the work and maybe that does require a little bit of research or, or planning but i've got that whole bulk done right right and you can't edit a blank page right you can't make the story better if you don't have a story to make better you can't develop better characters if they're the characters don't really exist yet if they're in your head they don't really exist yet no matter how real they seem <laughs> and how much they argue with you they are not real until they're on the page and and don't get like you know stuck by oh it has to be this long or i have to do a chapter this length just just write you can you can reconfigure chapters you could make a novella instead of a novel i mean there there are so many options that should not be stopping you from getting the words down. In my first version, the first couple of versions, actually, of Nothing's Ever Lost, there were no mm. chapters. I wrote the story 100% without chapters. And that's what I thought I was going to, like, I thought I was going to publish the book that way. I didn't think I was going to have chapters. And then as I started to work with it more and get into the editing, it, it did become useful to have those chapters for, for the pauses and the like slight time jumps that you can do from chapter to chapter that might be harder in a inline mm -hmm. text. Um, but yeah, I just didn't have them and I didn't bother with them until it became necessary to the story. And that's, I think the point of all of this is like, don't get hung up in what you think you should do. Despite the title of this episode being <laughs> rules for writing, there really aren't rules at this stage. There's just you telling yourself the story. Asterisk, Terry Pratchett said that and probably someone said it before him. Yes. So people need to hear your story. Don't worry about how well it is. I I'm sure it's going to need 17 edits. Oh, at least. That first draft is just to get the concept down on the paper. <laughs> And so like, okay, let's, let's actually, let's do some rules. So the rules are you have to write. That's a rule. I mean, like, that's a real rule because it doesn't work if you don't write. The second rule is you don't have to worry about what anyone else is going to think of it. Right. Not now, not at this stage. Later, you can worry about who's my reader and, you know, what do they want to hear? And maybe you want to add, you know, a romance subplot if that's your jam, or a, you know, some sort of symbolism or whatever, but that doesn't have to happen in the first draft. The first draft is for figuring out your story, uh -huh. and it's about you and the characters. There's no one else in the room. There's no one reading over your shoulder. There's no one grading this. And that can be really hard for people who came to writing like right out of school or are still students. You're so used to everything you do being graded. There's no grade here. There's nobody checking after you to make sure you did it. There's only you and the character. Right. So don't agonize over every sentence. Just And everyone's saying, you know, that first sentence has to be the grabber. Your rough draft first sentence is not going to be that. <laughs> it's just going to be words. No. You can go back and revamp that later. 
and just about everywhere. But it's a good place. Your first draft is a good place to find huge pothole, uh, plot holes. Potholes? <laughs> potholes. <laughs> I live in Maine, so yes, potholes. <laughs> huge plot holes. Uh, you know, or when you realize that uh, a character is just not working. You know, that's a great place to find that kind of things out. When you you get that all down, and you're like, well, maybe this isn't the right path for this story. And the nice thing I think about this approach of like just writing it really as quickly as you are able, um, which for some people that's they write a book in a month and for some people that's they write a book in a year or longer and that's totally fine. But however fast you're able to write is the right speed Um, because if you write as quickly as you can, then you're less likely to get so committed to an idea or a character storyline or whatever that you think this is the one and then you're devastated when you have to change it later (laughs) because you will have to change things later. So like save yourself the heartache and just smash through this beginning so that you can really (laughs) take the time to edit and feel good about your edits later. One of those characters might have to die. You don't know. In my books, all of the characters have to die. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Everybody (laughs) dies. Spoiler. I mean, is that really a spoiler? I mean, my second book is called <laughs> Near Life Experience, and it has a, a picture of death on the cover. I'm pretty sure people knew okay. that was going to happen. <laughs> minor spoiler. <laughs> it's a very minor spoiler. That's like, that's like I read a Stephen King book, and it was scary. That's not a spoiler. Oh, now it's I can never cat. read one. Really? <laughs> So we've already talked in previous classes about, you know, when you're stuck, some great things to do and, you know, how to get through it. But, you know, like it's Nano Marno month. I don't know when this is going to get um, published, but it, it will be published like right in the middle. OK, so if you're right in the middle of your NaNoWriMo novel, you know, don't stop. It's because middles suck. Middles yeah. are when you've you've lost that glow of the start of a book and, you know, you already may know the end, but then you have that middle stuff where you got to do all that hard work of the conflict and, and everything. And that's where people tend to just stop and not want to move forward. Like I said, put it aside for a little bit if you need to and write the end or just write gibberish just to keep yourself writing. You know, have the people sit down and talk over dinner. Take it as a chance to get to know your characters some more. None of this has to stay in the final draft. It's just to keep you writing. I have actually had amazing things happen in my stories when I have written a scene with the intention of like, I'm just going to write and see what happens and assume that this is going to get deleted. (laughs) Because sometimes when you put your characters around the dinner table or in a car for a long period of time or anywhere where they have no choice but to talk to each other, Mm -hmm. they do. And sometimes things happen. Yeah, just doing some free writing with your characters, just having an everyday scene is a great way to to maybe find out new details that you will want to use. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, it has to be said, especially if you're a pantser like us, (laughs) because sometimes you don't actually know all the things about your characters when you start, or even anything about your characters beyond, like, this is a character and his name is Jack, and that's all you know. And then you'll find in chapter seven, you've started calling him John, and then you're going to have to fix that later. (laughs) (laughs) This is second draft problem. Second draft problem. So I think that pretty much sums up the first draft. You just want to get the words down and preferably get yourself a writing schedule where you're writing a little bit every day. It doesn't have to be 3,000 words. You know, maybe you can only manage 600 words. Find a manageable thing. 
I wrote, and I do not recommend this because it's a terrible practice to for for the rest of your life. It's a terrible practice. But <laughs> last night I wrote uh, laying in bed on my phone in the dark <laughs> at eleven o'clock at night. No, that's terrible. Don't do that to yourself because your eyes get all sad and and you can't sleep afterward and it's it's not a good thing. But I really needed to write and that was the only way I was going to make myself do it if I could be as comfortable as humanly possible while doing so. So that's what happened. No, I'm with you. I actually bought one of those little miniature keyboards you can attach to your phone in case I was out somewhere and I needed to sit and type on my phone and work on things. That's snazzy. Yeah. And then I downloaded some of those uh, dragon speaking or whatever where you can speak in and it like types it for you in case I'm on a walk and I think of something. I haven't used that one yet. But there are ways to keep getting these ideas down, even if you're out and about. I love the concept of writing out loud. I can't do it. I've tried and I get so like in my own head and then I get lost in what's going on and I can't, I can't write out loud. But the point is keep writing, keep working on your draft a little bit at a time, as much as you can until it's done. Finish it. Don't walk away halfway through. Finish it. Even if you have to go into the middle or the end or write backwards or whatever you got to do. And don't worry about what anyone else thinks of it because at this stage, it doesn't matter. This is you talking to yourself. And that, my friends, are the rules for writing the first draft. Yay! Yay! If you're new here and you want to help us out, don't forget to like, review, and subscribe.